cup of the time. This is tea time. Making a difference. One cup at a time. So be sure to grab your tea, grab a seat, and tune in to Miss Liz. Tea time. Making a difference. One cup at a time. Good afternoon and welcome to Tea Time with Miss Liz. That's right, we are back. It's the second tea of the day and I am still holding on strong. So thank you again for all the prayers and that. I really do truly appreciate them. Uh, I did take my little nap like I promised all of you guys this morning. So I am taking care of myself. Uh, and so let's just get carried. Let's just continue this afternoon's tea time with the incredible Terry Angel. She is a certified happiness life coach, debt dual business coach, uh, best-selling author, spiritual teacher and mentor, and a motivational speaker. And I'll get a little bit more into who she is in just a second. First, let's get the disclaimer out there. So grab your tea, grab your coffee, grab your glass of wine. You do not have to drink tea on Tea Time with Miss Liz. Disclaimer for Miss Liz's live tea time show. Miss Liz myself is going live using StreamYard. Before leaving a comment, please grant StreamYard permission to see your name at StreamYard.com. Please be advised that the content brought forward for any tea time show hosted by myself, Miss Liz, is always brought forth, forward in good faith. However, may bring forward dialogues and opinions that are not representative of my platform. The facts and information are perceived to be accurate at the giving time of airing. All tea time guests and audience participants are responsible for using their good judgment in taking any action that may relate to the discussion. The content brought forward may include discussion for some where they may be emotionally at risk. It is significant to know that the show is engaging in discussion forms only to offer inspired awareness and connection and is not providing therapeutical advice. If you have any questions about the disclaimer or panelist discussion, you may freely contact me, Ms. Liz, through my email at bookingmissliz at gmail.com. Moving forward, should you choose to voluntarily participate in today's show in any aspect, I myself, Miss Liz, welcomes you. And should you decide that the show is not made for you at this time, I respect those wishes and we'll see you at a later show at a later date and time. And again, all tea times this year in 2023 are done on Thursday, 10, 3, and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you see it on a different date, it's a scheduled, rescheduled tea time or a surprise guest that wants to come back and have another cup of tea with Miss Liz. So now let me get into who Terry Angel is. 
besides all of the good stuff that I told you already, Terry Angel is the founder of a nonprofit corporation, Angel Speakers Industry, whose mission is education on peace and environmental issues. She has traveled the country extensively in the U.S. over the last few years, speaking and holding ceremonies to open up the land to, to move cohesiveness in communities. I don't think I said that word right. This polygamy is lovingly named the peace on earth. I'll get her to say those two words because I really want to make sure that I'm understanding them right. In 2023, uh, she co-founded the 10 million for world peace and nonprofit organization whose purpose is to bring more peace into the world. She leads guided meditation focus on shifting the energy of the world leaders to lead in a more peaceful and cohesive manner. She is a certified happiness life coach, death dual, business coach, best-selling author, spiritual teacher and mentor, and a motivational speaker. She became a peace ambassador in 2014 at the Second World Parliament on Spirituality. Some of her online offerings, including daily morning cup of joy, a gathering around the coffee table each morning, as well as the Peapot podcast on Tuesday afternoons, which are all synonymous on Enlightenment World Networks and similarly broadcasted onto YouTube. My tongue is twisting again. I hold spiritual retreats in multiple locations throughout the country, and she also an avid daily blogger with messages downloaded from the Angelica realm. And if you'd like to know more, you can check out her two websites and check out Miss Liz's Facebook page. Let me get Terry in here and let's spill a different kind of tea this afternoon. Welcome, Terry. Hello, Liz. Thank you. And hello, everyone. So, Terry, before we get started, even before I get into all of the questions that I throw at you, could you pronounce some of those words I had trouble with? <laughs> That's quite all right. Um, so I think the first word was coherence, bringing coherence into our world, helping us all to live in harmony and peace and just wanting the same thing. That's why I have the pea pod, because the angels told me we're all like peas in a pea pod. We're all like minded and we're fed by the same source. So anyone that comes in to follow me or be taught or mentored or attend any of my functions, they're part of the pea pod. They're peas for peace. I like that pea pod because everything is bundled, right? Like you, you open yeah. up the old snap peas with grandma and all of a sudden there's the magic of the peas, right? They're my favorite. I love snap peas even today. <laughs> Right. And there were so many stories of popping pea pods open with grandma. I know for, for myself, I love grandma would give me a bowl and she would be like, break them open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then you had to take the string off the end. Yeah. It was a lot of fun actually. You know, so right? simple. sometimes it's simple things, Liz, that bring us so much pleasure and memories, good memories. I like to hold on to the good stuff. Like we said before we went live, I like the simple things in life. You know, life is so, so full of hardness. Let's just lighten it up. Let's just, you know, uh, hold hands and, and make peace with everyone. So Terry, I want to get into who you were as a little girl and who you are now as a grown woman. Yeah, I grew up in a big family, 
there were 13 children in my family. I was number nine and it was in the hills of Kentucky. I grew up in the Appalachian Mountains, which is a very beautiful area of the country. But I never really appreciated those mountains until after I had left them. And then looking back, I remember like sitting on the side of the mountain talking to the angels. Ever since I can remember, I've heard the angels' messages. I've heard their voices. I've seen their form. I don't see them like a lot of people do, like a, be a human being with wings. I see their energy and their brightness. They're, they're just absolute love that's emanating from them. So that was my childhood of just going off pretty much by myself because, you know, I just didn't feel like I belonged in with everything else that was going on in the world. It was very foreign to me. So my angels comforted me. They guided me. They would show me things, you know, things from the present, from the future. They would show me some of the past lives even that I had led. So that was that was how I grew up as a young child. And, you know, the human part was not so much fun being in a, a big family where there was a lot of fighting and a lot of abuse that happened. And I think you, you find that with a lot of big families. There's a lot of abuse that goes on within that environment. So... The angels were my my beautiful escape that I could so go. So, Terry, how old were you when you had your first uh, message? Oh my gosh! Uh, well, the first one I remember, I was like seven years old, and I would go sit up on this one spot that I just loved to go to on the side of the mountain, and they were showing me, like um, in that particular area, it was very woody so there were a lot of trees in the Appalachians and they would show me like different scenes almost like watching a movie and I just said what what is this what am I looking at and so they would take time to show me you know me in other lifetimes and what I was watching on the screen you know that I could actually see and connect in I have a Native American heritage on my mom's side so I could see a lot of that energy. And, and I think that's why I feel so connected to the land and to the earth is, is just being in that environment and feeling into it, really, instead of just reading about it in a history book, to just live it and to feel it. So, Terry, do you get a lot of spiritual angels or earth angels, water angels? Because there's different types of angels. For all the viewers and listeners out there, I want to talk about the different angels and on the spiritual realm because there are different levels and different messages and ways of expressing and giving us these messages, correct? Yes, absolutely. So I have always felt my guardian angels and my belief in what I've been taught by the angels is that Every one of us who comes into a habitation as a, a human being come with that guidance of, of guardian angels. Some have one, some have two, some have many. And I've always felt my guardian angels with me. Now, these angels are specific to each individual. So it's not like they fly off at night and go help somebody else. They're helping you with your path, answering your questions giving you guidance, trying <laughs> to keep you out of trouble. This is where my angels laugh at me all the time. And sometimes I just see them saying, what is she doing now? 
<laughs> there was an image on Facebook somewhere a couple of weeks ago where it says my angel has got this face of what is she up to now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I feel like sometimes, you know, they're so funny. And and I do laugh a lot with my angels when um, when I channel through their messages. They sometimes show me Im a lot of times they show me an image and sometimes it just makes me laugh and it just it raises the vibration. Laughter is something that's so pure and so beautiful. And so the angels love it when we laugh. They can connect more to us when we laugh. And so they've, they've done that for me my whole life through all of the turbulence, all of the traumas, everything that's gone on. They have brought me to a place of laughter. And it's, it's very healing. So the angels that come to you, uh, Terry, do they come during the daytime, nighttime? Is it any time? They can come any time. Um, what has started happening over the last two years is they bring me a message every day and they told me they were going to do this. And I connect in with the archangels, specifically Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel. They're the ones that really help me to bring in the messages. Archangel Raphael helps with healing because I am an energy healer and they even downloaded a specific healing modality to me that I have written about and taught. But anyway, um, what's happened over the last couple of years is they bring these messages every night. They have me sit with them. And it usually happens around midnight because that's when I'm settled. I have no more text I'm paying attention to or uh, anything on any of the social media. It's just me and them. And so they write a message every night through me and I post it on my website. And last year, I uh, took all of that, consolidated it into a book, and it's called Midnight Calls with the Angels, because that's exactly what happens. It's like I sit there and that phone rings from them, and we just talk. We just have conversation, just like you and I are. And usually there's like something that I have a question about, and so I'll ask about it, and then they give us some guidance. And that happens every night. So, Terry, just give me a second. Something just popped up on my screen here. There we go. Uh, so when you get these midnight calls, are they like playful calls? Are they like, like get ready for tomorrow? Tomorrow's going to be one of those ride, roller coaster rides. You know, like, are they really friendly calls? Or sometimes are they messages to be prepared for the next day? Yeah, all of the above. So a lot of times it's uh, angels, what do we need to know, like how to bring in more peace or how to get along better with each other or to be more spiritual in ourselves. There's a lot of times when I come heavy hearted to those calls and I have something on my mind or something that's going on in the world and I'll be questioning them, you know, what do I need to know? and Recently, it was, is it okay to ask questions? And it's okay not to know because we're not going to know everything. But is it okay to question like these beliefs that maybe we've held our whole life and then all of a sudden we're aware of a writing or a or speech we might have heard or a conversation? And, and I'm like, 
okay, now what do I do? Because I've been thinking one way my whole life, and then here's this veering off to a different direction. So sometimes I bring something like that to them, and I say, help me and help us, because if it's happening to me, more than likely it's happening to many people right now, especially that we're questioning our, our values and questioning our concepts and looking at, you know, what, what do we need to know to move forward as spiritual beings in this world? So well, a lot, a lot think, of times, I'm sorry, a lot of times too, they, they do playful stuff and they'll, they'll, you know, have me write something that's just funny and that lightens the vibration. So I never know what to expect from them when I sit down with them at night. So Terry, when they come to you at the in, at midnight, and I think it's pretty cool that they come at midnight because the midnight moon is strong, right? That's when the energy is really strong is at midnight. Uh, you know, uh, being a spiritual person, uh, do you use crystals when you're speaking with the angels? Do you like candles? Like, how do you communicate with them? I just center myself. So I know that it's going to happen. So I start doing the centering and balancing process of breathing into my heart, allowing my energy to connect in with the earth. So I know that I'm balanced. And then I make the statement, only love and light is welcome in here right now. So that I know that whatever is coming to me is of spirit and is from God and nothing else because i know there's a lot of channeling that happens and who knows where it's coming from you know and i'm not judging i'm just saying there's a lot of energy out there so as i cover myself with that intention only love and light only that which is from these angelic beings that god created the archangels the the guardians the ones that really are here for us and to help us then I know with confidence that whatever is coming through is coming from that place. Well, and like you just said, there's so many gateways that, you know, there are some negative energy. So you always want to say love and light, because if you don't say love and light, then you just don't know what's going to come right. and it might take you off guard. Right. So yes. I want to get into how you started your nonprofit and how you got the name angel speakers. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, well, always hearing the angels my whole life. I've, I've just taught about them. I've connected with them and shared them with others. And about probably 12 years ago, I heard that I was to create a network and it would be people who connect with the angels or want to connect with the angels. And since I speak about them all the time and talk with them, there are others as well who do so. So they wanted us to be known as angel speakers. So I developed that. I created a website. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, okay, you all do this because I don't know how. And so the website was created. Um, there were connections made with other organizations or people that do the same thing I do and just started collaborating. And that's the best thing we can do is collaborate with like-minded individuals and communities that are here for the same purpose. We have a big job to do in shining our light out into the world. So that's what that's how they led me to do this, to set it up as a network. And um, I teach, I do re retreats, I do workshops, 
classes. I've done many master classes about the angels, what they're all about, and why why we can connect. So with Terry, them. let's get in. in. Uh oh, do we freeze? Liz, it looks like we're frozen. Are you still there, Terry? I am still here. We just went into like a dimension or something. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the gateways, right? And then the doors just open and that, you know, I love and light. I love and light all the way. You, you Only love and light. Yeah. Right. So Terry, before we went into the little loophole here, uh, we, you were talking about your retreats and workshops. So let's talk a little bit about mm -hmm. how that works and how people can get into, into those. Yes, absolutely. So I right now doing some planning with the angels about what's going to happen in 2024. I know there will be a retreat. I don't have the exact location for that one yet, but I am teaching a three month intensive workshop about emotional empowerment. So the first part of the year, starting in January, we'll be meeting twice a month. And I will be sharing about how you can work with your emotions instead of letting them rule you, how we can become empowered by being this human body that, you know, we have emotions. And a lot of times we deny those and we push them back and we refuse to uh, acknowledge them and work with them. So for three months, we're going to be doing just that. We're going to be pulling them out and being grateful for them and finding out how we can use our emotions and how to become more empowered as we walk on this earth. So that's happening. You can sign up on my website. Um, if you go to angelspeakers.com, you'll see it on the very first page, the home page. You'll see how to sign up there. And I I really find that it's a blessing. The universe works its magic with my guests all the time because you guys are booked at different times. And this morning we were talking with David about emotions on how we don't talk about our emotions enough. You know, we don't understand our emotions. We're just like, I'm mad, I'm angry. I'm okay, but what's causing this emotion? What's mm -hmm. causing this? So is that where you go into depth with with oh, the yes. that you're working with is understanding that emotion? understanding the emotions you know the the course of miracles teaches that we are never upset for the reason we think we are there's always something else that's triggering that that place inside of us and it we may not even know what it is but just realizing that it's not because that neighbor took our parking spot or you know whatever at the moment got us upset there's more going on behind the scenes so we look at emotions, common emotions, and those that we've tucked away and, and we rarely bring out to play. And I like to do things jovial. I like to make it interesting, but make it something that's not so dire. You know, as, yeah. as we have these, these experiences in life, we're here to learn from them, to grow from them. 
And we're only going to do that if we're able to open up our hearts and to allow the experience to be what it is. It's a teacher for us. And the best way to learn is through humor, through laughing at ourselves. I can't tell you how many people I've coached that were not able to laugh at themselves. And through working together, we can open up that space where we can say, you know what, that's pretty silly, you know, and, and not take it quite so seriously. That's one thing the angels teach. Don't take it so seriously, you know, just lighten up and have fun. Yeah. Well, it, we, we, we seem to always go heavy, right? It's like we're drawn to the heavy. Let's go to the lighter side. Let's go to the love and light. You know, we always, society has programmed us to go to the heavy stuff. You know, mm -hmm. hold on to the heavy, you know, don't fix the heavy, just keep putting more weight and more weight. And then, boof, you know, people snap where the angels are saying and people who live with the spiritual realm and that and understand it, they go to the lighter side and they say, you know what, let's have some fun. Let's make it fun. Let's be creative. Let's get, bring the little kid out in us, you know, let's be silly. Let's just giggle. It's almost like that movie called Drop Dead Fred. It was made in the 80s, I believe, where the imaginary friend and Fred just wanted this kid to have fun, but then got himself into trouble. It's like you said, like, you know, you got to pay attention and say, hey, hey, no, no, we're not going there. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's even like, you know, our, our media shows us all the heaviest and, you know, just constantly feeds us the trauma and the drama. And so when we get into a situation where something traumatic happens or, you know, not quite so pleasant, then we go to that place that we're comfortable and because we've seen it. We've seen all the, the blood and the gore and, you know, the things that people do to each other. So this is just a different way of looking at how we can handle those emotions and those experiences that we have and use them. You know, they're a tool. We can use every emotion and every experience can be a tool for us to help other people also as we share our experiences. So, Terry, we have a question here for you. Yeah. It's how can you make trauma light? Ah, good question. Okay. So it's not that you're making light of the situation. You are observing it in a different way. So instead of taking it so personally, like this happened to me, and it did, we're not discounting any experience that you've had that was traumatic. But instead of saying, you know, this was so bad, and it, it hurt me, and it really it happened to me, look at, okay, this happened for my growth. This happened to help me to be a better human to be a better spiritual being because it's part of my spiritual growth. So when we take away that personalized victimhood, because that's what happens when you think something has happened to you, when you look at it as this happened for me, for me to learn from, for me to grow from, for me to share with others about, then we can start going up that rung of emotion. And so it may be really heavy and you're hurting and you're angry. One thing that about anger, anger is not bad. Anger is actually very good for us to experience, but not to live in. So as we get angry about trauma that's happened to us, 
say thank you. Thank you that I'm angry. Thank you that I feel something that I can actually express an emotion and then move forward by starting up the rug. Okay, I was so angry about it, but now I might be moving into acceptance that it happened. And so you start lightening up as you go up that rung of emotions. You know, Abraham channeled in the um, emotional guidance scale where there's all of these heavy, heavy emotions at the bottom. And that's where we go when we have a trauma or a huge experience like that. And then you move up the rung to finally you reach acceptance. And then you can go into the higher elevation of happiness again. So that's how you lighten it up. You know, it's, it's not that you're going to go from that horrible thing that happened and the anger all the way up to laughter and exhilaration. You don't do it all at one time. It's a process. And so with the three months that I'm teaching this course and helping people to really have experiences of looking at their emotional states and how to really work with them, that's what we're going to find out. I'll be offering tools and tips like this of how you can move forward out of that place with the trauma. And I hope that that has answered the question and I hope it helped. And I think by you ex explaining it through the, the, the process of the question, I could feel the energy as you were mentioning the words get lighter and lighter, angry, acceptance, happiness. You see how we kind of were as heavy, then we kind of, you know, and it was three words. So I'm going to get into your T now, Terry. So if I give you the letters T-E-A, you just gave me three words. So I'm going to get and ask you, what would your T be? My T has to be trust. This lifetime that I'm living right now, it's all about trust. And I've seen over and over and over again where if I try to do things on my own, and think that I have all the answers and I can do it, I, I just don't do well. But if I trust that higher power and trust that I am guided and that I'm on the right path doing what I'm supposed to be doing, everything falls into alignment and works perfectly. I like that. Do you got an E and an A for me? Oh, my E, I think is excitement. Get excited about life. I love my life. I was never able to say that growing up. I wasn't able to say that in my early adulthood. But right now, this moment, the life that I'm living, I'm excited about it. And I every day say, I love my life. And I do. So excitement and then the A. Hmm, what is my A? Affirmation. Ooh affirmation I you love. are surprising me because I, <laughs> i'm sitting here and it's like i tell my guests all the time i cannot tell you what your tea is you guys have to tell me but i kind of sit here and i kind of put all the energies together and then i'm like okay she's going to give me this word he's going to give me that word and you surprised me and you took me in a different direction but i want to get into affirmations why affirmations affirmations i use affirmations every day and I tell myself I am worthy because the reason I do this is I never heard those words my whole life 
until maybe 12 or so years ago. And I was in a very bad place emotionally. And I heard that those words during a meditation, a guided meditation, somebody said, you are worthy. I had never heard that before. So every day now I do affirmations. I am worthy and I feel it. I am deserving. I am beautiful. And I, I currently don't have a home because I travel constantly. But when I did, and I was really uh, revving up my spiritual journey and my spiritual energy, I would write on my bathroom mirror affirmations. And those were the affirmations. I am worthy. I am deserving. I am beautiful. I am a, a spark of the divine. Whatever it took for me to see that in me, I would write it up there. So that's the first thing I saw when I walked in the bathroom in the morning. So yeah, my life is all about affirmations. I, I'm amazing, strong to you because I was going with completely a different direction, and and I love when my guests give me the, their words because I'm just like, oh, okay, I just got to know you a little bit better by giving me these words and serving a strong cup of tea. You know, the excitement of the present. We're not excited enough, and for you to say excitement means that you're on a good spiritual journey and it, the angels are strong with you. So it, it really means a lot, you know, and I seen, uh, I don't know. I seen the word acceptance, but you had given me that prior. So I, maybe the angels were trying to give it to you in a different message. But when you gave me affirmations, I was like, absolutely. So you said 12 years ago. So 12 years ago, you were in a bad situation and you were like in a group or were you like with other meditators, uh, angel speakers? Like, where were you? Well, um, my marriage had fallen apart. I had gone through two bouts of cancer, two different mm -hmm. kinds. And I just needed to take time for me to regroup recalibrate to find out what the heck this was all about <laughs> and, and so i would sit every night in meditation for a year i did this for a whole year and i just said okay what what do i need to know angels what do, what is this all about this life that i'm here living you know i've been through trauma after trauma in my life and i've been through some horrid experiences and I just want to be happy. And I just don't know how to find it. So help me. And so I reached out to my angelic team. And they did. They helped me every night to purge some of the things that had been in there, just really wrecking havoc. And to look at possibility, the possibility of being happy, possibility of being on a course where I could be excited every day. And so they led me through that year to a really good place of knowing who I was, why I was here, and to get back on course. Because I started out on course. I started out as a child working with the angels and listening to them. But then life gets in the way and my my life took so many twists and turns. And there were there were a lot of near-death experiences. There were a lot of times when you know, I, I shouldn't even be here because uh, it's, it's just a miracle that I am even still here alive. So that was what happened. 
and I'm so grateful for the experience. And I never thought I would be able to say I'm grateful for the divorce. I'm grateful that I went through the cancer experience. I'm grateful because it brought me to the place I am right now. It brought me to this person sitting right here, the one that travels the country with no direction, not, not knowing where I'm going next or where I will be, but just listening to spirit and trusting, trusting that everything is working exactly like it's supposed to be working for me in my life. I, I, I'm so happy that you're able to use that word trust. Because, you know, when you go through so much trauma and so much betrayal and so much hurt, you know, and you hold it in, it sinks in and sinks in and sinks in, you know, trust is one of the hardest things out there. And for someone to say, I, I trust, I trust the journey, I trust where you're taking me, takes a lot of courage, uh, you know, and a lot of strength. A lot of a lot of strength and terry i believe that we were blessed and connected for a reason you know the universe brought us together for a reason and i'm so glad that somebody else can say you know what i'm grateful for my divorce you know because a marriage is a hard thing especially when it falls apart then you start to question yourself you know um and you start to wonder did you do enough? Did you try enough? You know, you start to ask all these questions, right? So it's like you're talking to the inner child again. And like you said, you were, you grew up in a large family and you were the ninth child. The number nine, does it resonate with you somehow? Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, it, it does. It, my life has been all about endings and new beginnings, you know, and nine is represented of uh, endings. Yeah. Before we start again with the zero. So, yeah, that's what my life has been. There's been a lot of, I, I used to say, you know, in one of my lives, and it's this current lifetime, but in one of my lives, <laughs> I did this. You know? <laughs> so, when yeah. you always ask that question, right? Like, why am I here? Like, why do, why do you want me to do this? Like, you know, yeah. uh, I was like that when I first started Tea Time, I was like, okay, where are we going with this? You know, because I started Tea Time in 2015 in the community, in my home and then brought it to the community and then to the virtual land. And it was a journey. And I, there's some days I wake up and I say, like, why me? Like, why do I have to serve tea? Why do I have to be this tea lady? You know, sometimes I just don't want it. Like, you know, sometimes I just don't like a cup of tea. And, and then I had to listen to the, the spirit say, it's not about the beverage. Right. It's about the journey. Start understanding the journey, the process, the people you're going to meet, the collaborations you're going to make. And I think that's where we're connecting. And that's how I'm able to understand what angel speakers do, because it's the collaboration. It's the journey. It's like you said, you, you're traveling all the time. You don't even have a home. You don't even know where you're going next. You know, you're listening to the angels and the angels are saying, no, Terry, we're taking you here. And you're, you know, and when you start to question them, then we kind of get a little loopy, right? We get like a roller coaster, that little, ooh, 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 you know, and then it's all of a sudden up and then straight down. It's like, you know, but it's the process and the journey of the spiritual realm that's speaking to us in different ways. And so I want to get into the second organization that you started in 2023 called the 10 million for world peace. So could you tell us a little bit about that one? Oh, I love this one. So I do a podcast. Uh, I try to do it every Tuesday, but with travel, sometimes I, I miss some. 
But in February, I was doing the P podcast, which is what it's called. And I had uh, two guests on. And one of them was Marbeth Dunn. And the other was an Australian uh, lady who was a diplomat and was into uh, nuclear disarmament. So as we're talking and having conversation, I asked Marbeth to share with the audience what she had done back in 2018, which was a world peace experiment. And she focused for, uh, I think it was 21 days on doing daily guided meditations and sending out energy into the Middle East for violence to stop, for um, the level of what was going on, discord to drop. And it did. There were independent statistics that showed that the levels dropped during that time of her experiment. So this lady, I'm blanking on her name at the moment, she says, well, you need to do it again. And this time, focus the energy on the world leaders. Well, Marbeth and I both looked at each other at the same time, and we knew it was like in that instant, 10 million for world peace was born because we both got the chills. We both said, okay, we have been given a task here. This is our assignment at this moment in time. And so we uh, created a nonprofit organization for it. We have been doing meditation since September of this year. Uh, we first did them, I'm sorry, since August. We first did them weekly. And then in September, we started doing them daily. And we continue to do them. It's a seven-minute guided meditation. And we focus in on sending positive energy to our leaders, the ones that are making the decisions, the ones that, that we abide by the laws. So we're hoping, and we've already seen some statistics where it's happening, that the level of violence is dropping. And we are really focusing on, on an intention of peace happening among our leaders, seeing them as shaking hands and coming to an agreement and stopping all this archaic way of war and violence and killing each other. So that's, that's what our organization is all about. We have just recently decided to do healing circles so we're going to be holding that once a month. Um, yeah, it's, it's just an interesting way that is evolving now and morphing into more than just the guided meditations. But those will continue every day. And we do them on social media, on Facebook, YouTube, um, Instagram, wherever we can go live, we put the meditations on there. Well, I think it's deeply important, you know, what our leaders... We have some that are broken and some that just need healing. You know, they, they've been they've been distracted. They've been, uh, you know, directed in the wrong areas. And, you know, it's like every one of us. We can all heal ourselves, you know. Uh, that's why I put it in the video. The, the opening video is, you know, we can make a difference. We don't have to wait for a special day to say, you know, today is going to be the day. We can just wake up and make a difference. We can actually open our eyes and be that difference. And when one person makes a difference, the next one makes a difference, the next one. And then we have a flow of difference and we have peace. And, you know, I, I, I pray for peace every day. And I see it in different areas of the world. And then other areas, it's so dark because they haven't opened the love and light. They've gone in a different direction, right? The division.
you know? Uh, so yeah, these prayers are really important, you know, uh, for all my listeners and viewers out there, Miss Liz is very spiritual. And I really believe that we can have world peace when we start accepting one another, you know, for the ways that we are. Society has programmed and made us into these characters, you know, and we got to start coming back to the energy and the light. We got to start coming back to ourselves, not the characters that society has programmed us to be, you know, and I really like that you, you do that. You bring the awareness and through the work that you do, like even just some of the, the fields that you're working in, like certified happiness, life coach, the death duel, you know, a lot of people are scared of death. Why are we scared of death? It's just the next journey. That's right. You know, it's a nine. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's just our next adventures, guys. Like, you know, so how, what got you into the death duel? Oh, my goodness. Um, I had teamed up with, I told you I'm all about collaboration. So I had teamed up with another um, beautiful energy, Dr. Ruth Anderson of Enlightened World Network. And we were experiencing a lot of people in our circle that were moving on. They were leaving this human experience. And so both of us felt really drawn to help. And for years now, I have held online prayer circles for those who are passing or for the family that has just lost someone. And I've been doing it for years. And I thought, well, why don't I just go ahead and get the certification? And that way, you know, if someone wants to call on me to come and sit with them, while their loved one is passing or just counsel them on, you know, what, what it looks like now to deal with that person in the spirit realm, as opposed to the physical, then, you know, I can say, okay, this is what I do, which, which is what I had been doing all along. It's just now I am a certified death doula. And it's, it's all about just opening up the energy and letting people see that that's not the end. Like you were saying, it's, it really is only a beginning. So when we look at, we're all going to do it. You know, it's not like any of us are going to get out of this without going through the death process. Then it, it doesn't have to be so scary. It doesn't have to be, you know, that, that term scared to death. It's yeah. like, no, it doesn't have to be scary. It could be something we embrace and that we actually say, well, you know, I'm, I'm ready whenever it happens. And that's what I try to lead people to as well with the emotional empowerment, with getting to know who you are and what you're all about, what your path is all about. And so then when it comes time to make that transition, it's just another step. Yeah. That's all it is. Well, we shall be born ready to go, right? Yeah. We come and we go. It's, it's just like anything else. You open the door, you close the door, you know, you open a chapter, you close a chapter. There's a process. There's the opening and closing of everything. And life is the same. It's just the opening and closing and beginning again. You know, uh, I wish we could teach us into schools and into our children not to be afraid of, of death. You know, I think yeah. the world would be a lot lighter if we stop programming and putting these um, beliefs into everyone you know like you should be scared to die you should be scared to do this you should be scared stop putting the fear in everybody like you know that's my biggest thing i'm working on breaking fear for everybody like you know so 
<laughs> so Terry, I want to get, because I just talked about chapters, closing a chapter, opening a chapter, you have some books out there. So could you share a little bit about your books and how people can get your books? Absolutely. Um, all my books are on Amazon. Uh, the first book that I wrote, I, I did one just for fun, just for the experience of writing a book. That's just a funny, because you know me, I love to laugh. But the first actual serious book that I wrote is called Time Heals. And time is an acronym. It is the healing modality that was downloaded from the angels. And it's, it's an energy healing, working with the chakras and the aura and uh, how, how to really heal ourselves by clearing out anything in those energy centers that need to be cleared. I do teach that modality. I use it every day with people and with myself. We heal ourselves. So Time Heals was the first one. And then I wrote a book called Hugs and Love because I love hugs. And every day I was journaling and, again, turned that into a book because some of those messages were so profound. So that's one of my favorites is Hugs and Love. Um, last year, like I said, I turned the messages from the angels into a book called Midnight Calls with the Angels. So that one is available. The companion to that book is the tiny book of angel messages, which I happen to have one here in my hand. And it's so I, tiny. <laughs> it is. You can put it in your purse. That's what I love about this book. Um, but it, it takes like a message from each one of those 365 messages from the year, just a tiny bit of it, but they're profound. And they just hit like that. So it's uh, the, the angels pick them. I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do here? And, and so they picked a message for every day and put it in this book. And people use this like an oracle card. You just open up the book and, you know, whatever message pops off the page at you, then that's the message that is supposed to be heard. Can I read the one I just opened to? Absolutely. At the end of the day, when all is said and done and you lay your head to rest for the final time, are you content and proud of how you lived your life? Wow. You know, that yeah. makes a really good conversation. You know, we don't have conversations about good, deep impact, right. you know, topics, how we feel, how we made an impact. You know, I, I do this with my children all the time from time to time and they get frustrated with me and I'm just like, okay, so what did you guys do this year? And they'd be like, wow. Well, we lived, we did this, we were a mom, we were, you know, we did our work, we went to work. I was like, okay, but what did you do for yourself? When, when did you take time for yourself? Did you take a bubble bath? Did you like, I, I never hear the happy stuff, you know, did you take a trip for yourself? Did you write a book? Did you, you know, start a new project, you know, start a new arts and crafts. And I do this for a reason because we don't, communicate enough we don't open those gateways of understanding one another you know and you just reading that you know are you grateful for what you did i you know the journey the the process that you've taken and i think it's really deeply important that we start having these conversations and i'm really grateful that all the work you're doing terry because it's amazing you know opening opening the doors of making a difference you know bringing peace because we need it. You know, we need a peaceful mind. We need peace of mind. You know, 
it gets heavy sometimes. So I want to get into a few things before we wrap up because we're almost done. Okay. But I want to get into, uh, you have the morning cup of joy. Yes. So you do the coffee, I do the tea. So tell mm -hmm. me, what's a cup of joy? <laughs> okay. So let's go back to 2020. And I think pretty much everybody in the world knows what was happening in 2020. We had a pandemic and we were told, you know, stay put, don't go out. Don't be around people because something bad might happen. And so the whole world was like, what, what's going on here? What the heck is happening? So there was one morning I was staying actually at, at I wasn't home. I was staying with a friend. I got, got like captured there during the pandemic and she lived on a river. So there were uh, birds and these, especially these two egrets, not egret, osprey that were very loud. And they woke me up early one morning. I'm not a morning person. And so I got a cup of coffee and I went out and sat outside by the river and looked at them. And I'm going, why did you wake me up? What's going on out here? And I looked around and just really, I think for the first time, saw the beauty around me. I saw this beautiful river, the forest, the, the animals. And I was just inspired to open up my Facebook and open up Facebook Live and say, hey, is there anybody out there? Are you all just as confused as I am? Are you okay? Do you want to check in with each other and, and make sure everybody is okay right now? Or do you need anything? And oh my gosh, Liz, I got people from all over the world that jumped onto that live. It was a spontaneous in the moment thing that happened. And they asked if I would do it again. So every day, since that happened, that was in March of 2020. I go live in the morning. We do a morning check-in. It's our morning cup of joy. We lift each other up. We pray for each other. We find out, is there something going on that we need to, to help you with, with prayer, with wrapping our arms of love around you? So it, it's an outreach. And it just happened spontaneously. I know it was divinely inspired. And the family that has grown over those three years is so tight and so amazing that, you know, we, we just can't get enough of each other. <laughs> we just really seriously know about each other. And we know when somebody's hurting, we know when somebody's celebrating because we don't just talk about the, the things that are going wrong. We talk about the happiness and what's happening right in our lives. So that is Morning Cup of Joy. It happens every morning at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. And like I said, I am not an early morning person. I was just going to ask you that because somebody said, is Terry a morning person now? <laughs> now I am. And what's been intriguing is as I travel through the country and I get to the West Coast, it's 5 o'clock in the morning there. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's what people forget is that there's different time zones for different countries. You know, sometimes I get a message at three, four in the morning. They're like, good afternoon. I'm like, good night. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm in bed. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the story of Morning Cuppa and I love it and it's going to continue. So as long as I can have any say so in it and, and alive to do it, then it will continue. So when people can find that morning cup of joy on your on your Facebook page or your YouTube 
both Facebook and YouTube. It, it uh, goes at the same time. Awesome. So Terry, do you have any final words for the viewers out there today? Oh, I'll tell you what I tell all of my peas, my peas for peace. Stay in your heart and stay blessed. When we get out of our heart, we start questioning and doubting and becoming more confused and worried and insecure. But in our heart, we know who we are. We know that we're here on purpose. We know that we are made from love. And we always can go back to the love when we go into our hearts. So anytime that you start feeling out of sorts, maybe something's not working quite right in your life, just hit that pause button and just say, let me breathe into my heart and go in there and you'll find that peace. You'll find the joy and the love right there. It's, it's not outside of you. It's right in here. I love it. It's within. I love the within. We got to really start celebrating within ourselves. Yes. Uh, really, really want to thank you, Terry, for joining me on Tea Time. You know, and bringing amazing, amazing work to the table. You know, if you're looking for answers, you know, reach out to people like Terry who actually hear the angels. You know, uh, Terry, I know you hear the angels because I can feel them. I, I can feel the presence, the lightness around me right now. Uh, you know, and you trust the excitement of the affirmations. You know, that's a strong cup of tea. And we really start serving strong teas when we start looking within ourselves. And I love that you said that I am worthy. Because that is a hard one for a lot of, especially women, to say I am worthy. Um, it, it takes a lot for us to say I love me. Uh, I am beautiful, you know, especially when you go through so much trauma, so much heavy stuff. And sometimes the angels just guide us to a lighter side and we're like, what are we doing? So I really want to thank you for taking this journey and for the angels bringing you my way. Uh, I really appreciate that. I want to thank all the viewers and listeners out there for making tea time what it is, uh, bringing your, your questions, you know, and there's no silly question out there. I like the questions like, and, this viewer here is asking if you were a morning person and you had said it before I could even ask it. Oh, no, I'm not a morning person. You know, just because we we start doing things in the morning doesn't mean that we're still morning people. But I want to ask you this question before we wrap up, Terry. Do you find being a spiritual person that a lot of us are not morning people? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know. And you know, something very interesting happens with, I think people who are in touch with their, themselves spiritually, it's like early, early morning, three, four o'clock in the morning, many of us get just woken up and we're like, why am I awake? I want to be asleep. <laughs> but over the years, this is what I've encountered is myself and others becoming fully awake at that time of morning. And I believe it's because we're getting downloads when we're the most relaxed, when we can just let our bodies relax. Our mind is not relaxed. Our mind's still going. You know, it yeah. doesn't shut off just because the body has to have rest. And I think there are downloads and many times we get them simultaneously. And so we're like, oh, something's happening. So we pop awake to see what it is that we're supposed to know at that time and to, to feel into the energy. 
Yeah, it's yeah. amazing, right? I could yeah. talk forever with you, Terry. Like, I really enjoyed this conversation. But we're going to wrap it up. And I'm going to be back at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the last tea time tonight. And I'll be joined with Pepper Ann, who will be coming in and sharing her life story. Seven generation Texan. And she's going to be talking about a great relative on how he was a Texas swindler. So it's going to be criminal and it's going to get deep and it's going to get messy. But I feel there's a lot of inner work that's going to be coming to the table, even with that tea time. So until then, I will see everybody at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the last tea time of this week. Thank you, Liz. This has been amazing. And I just love your energy. And thank you to everyone who was watching. It was great being here today.